Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most influential and listened to podcast in auto detailing. Welcome to the community. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. This is Nick. You can find us at hypercleanstore.com or on the Hyperclean Specialist Group on Facebook, where I share the project we'll be discussing today, the new 2023 Mercedes EQS 450 Plus electric. Let's talk about this car a little bit. I think this car is really important because it's got one of my biggest gripes going on in the car industry now overthinking things that are so simplistic Mercedes did on this beautiful car, unbelievable interior reclinable back seats, because this was the executive edition. But let me talk about something just from a car perspective. I, I, I shared on this podcast before, but let's walk through it. Number one, this car has one of the strangest ways to close the door. When you sit down in the driver's seat, you got to reach over there's no clear understanding and intuitive way when you look at the door panel to actually close the door when you sit down, which I think is just stupid design. So they hid the door where you're supposed to grab to close the door behind you as you sit down behind the armrest. So now they're going to make a, di a, a, a more of a wear point on that armrest because it's kind of tucked behind. The other thing is you're going to watch people constantly rolling their windows down because the logical place to grab where they put the the window controls is exactly where you would grab. So that right there, how that made out of the design phase, I have no idea. That was the first really silly thing I saw. The next thing, the biggest start stop button in the history of cars. It's elevated out of the dash. It's It's not sunken into the dash. So that looks fairly odd for a modern car. And it's got a huge bezel around it that's like decorative. The biggest start-stop button. Now, now I'm going to get to something that's really bothersome in a bunch of cars. This is one of Tesla's big design flaws. You know, Range Rover had a big design flaw with this for a long time. All these luxury brands and all the brands following suit. You need three knobs on the center console of every car. Climate control. For both sides of the car, driver and passenger, and you need a knob for the volume of your radio. It's that simple. Don't overthink the room, luxury manufacturers. And I realize there's a lot of smart people in those rooms. This is a trend that has now reached a crescendo. And here we are. Mercedes has put all this money into the EQS. By the way, it's luxury of luxury if you're deciding between Tesla and this, and that's your, you know, you're talking about a plaid or I'm going to get this car. This is way nicer than that. It's luxury from Mercedes in an electric form, but to not have those three knobs is strange enough on any car. It's ultra strange when you look at this vehicle and you go, okay, Nick, why does that bother you? Well, the start stop button is the biggest, largest button in the history of cars. You also have park drive neutral etc on an old school stock on the side of the you know just a normal flip up and down run of the mill uh you know control on the side so you're not getting rid of buttons and you're not getting rid of everything from the old school but i'm going to draw the line at putting knobs inlaid into the screen in the middle console it, 
in the infotainment system. It's absolutely bonkers to me. It's bonkers to me what's happened because anybody that's driven these cars, let's say on a road trip and you're constantly messing with the climate a little bit, nobody wants to look down and mess with a touchscreen. Nobody, nobody. You want to instinctually just be able to kind of look out the window and have an intuitive knob like we've had for so many years. This is where keeping it simple is the greatest piece of advice you're ever going to get in business. Now, everybody, Range Rover started to reverse course, and now they have inlaid knobs. But again, for Mercedes, if you were doing everything in a new school way off of your screen, it would make more sense. Like Tesla, to put your car in drive and reverse, you're doing it on the screen now. Okay, that could be the argument Mercedes makes, but there's a stock on the side of the, the, the steering wheel to do that. And then let's talk about where you're okay putting buttons, the 8 billion buttons on the steering wheel. So now I've removed three knobs. With three knobs, I could fix any problem. And on the steering wheel, there's 8,000 different buttons. Now, I've never been a fan of that on any manufacturer. I like a clean steering wheel. I don't need all those controls on my steering wheel. I, I, it's just not how I interact with my car. But now we've gotten to a point where the whole system for Mercedes on this on this thing is like all these tiny little buttons on the on the actual drive on the actual steering wheel. So again, we can't put three of the most basic knobs that make your experience terrific in the infotainment middle console area, but we can put 8,000 buttons on the steering wheel. We can put a massive out of place, you know, start and stop button, you know, to get the car started. And then we can put a big stock on the, the side or, you know, a stock, it's not big, a stock on the side of the, 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 uh, the driving column to put the car in park and reverse, et cetera. I, I have no idea how we've gotten to all this silliness other than it's just a closed chamber of people that have worked in the auto industry for 30, 40, 50 years, listening to one another. If you listen to any consumer, there's nobody that loves climate control buried on a screen. Nobody. Nobody likes that experience. And again, if you're getting rid of all buttons, I have zero, a lot less issue with, with having no knobs. But having the largest start-stop button on the planet that's elevated out of the dash and has a huge bezel around it seems a little foolish when you're trying to get rid of, seemingly, all the knobs and buttons and whatever and put everything on the screen. The real bizarre part, though, is the door, okay? The interior door and not having a logical place that you can visually see to grab and close your door, guaranteed people are going to screw it up, not understand, because you have to reach across the armrest and get behind, and then, I mean, it's a pretty far reach. I mean, I'm, I'm a fa fairly decent-sized guy with the door fully extended, you, you know, you're going to have a lot of people that aren't going to be able to reach all the way across the armrest. And by the way, where it's logical to reach is all the controls for the windows of the car. It's a very, very big miss for a company that does interior so well. The armrest, the, 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 the start stop button is goofy, meaning it's logical that you just hit the button, but the button feels out of place for, for something with so much screen and you're trying to reduce what, what you can see doesn't make any sense. Then, again, not having buttons or not having knobs for the simple 
three functions that you know everybody wants to perform, it, that that should be settled science. This is a great example of not keeping it simple, overthinking the room. And so I'm going to talk about the package that I put on this car, why I did it, what the customer needs, and the importance of all of us simplifying and understanding that the money is in simple, not in difficult. So this was a car, my client that I've had for 10 years almost, you're, you're going to be very lucky to, if this car makes it 2,000 miles. And those are easy drives, like to and from like an appointment, something like that. This woman actually has a driver. Uh, they have a large uh, navigator that when she goes to events and stuff, she gets driven. Uh, she doesn't drive, you know, herself other than just to some small appointments or whatever. And so it raises the question all the time is what's the right thing to do? Well, for this particular client, the right thing to do is a wash, decon, and coat the car with Uno. One of the most simplistic packages on the planet a package that's vastly underutilized in our industry. This is a package that's made my company probably close to a million dollars over the life of me doing this. And I see so many people that don't do this package. Now it's gaining some popularity because of some stuff going on in the industry, but this is something, especially a guy like Marty has been preaching for six or seven years now. It's been something that's been a staple in my business for well over four years. And so as we developed Uno and launched Uno, uh, I want to I make something clear that this is an extremely robust coating. It's a coating that here in the desert, I haven't ever had it last any shorter than 18 months. And that's even on not so well-maintained vehicles. The heat out here is insane. And these coatings don't, this coating doesn't break down. We had some guys on the pub on Wednesday uh, on the podcast sharing their experience with Uno. It's a robust one-year coating, but this is a simple application for me. Our process is so dialed in. I actually did this myself and I wash, decon, applied the coating in an hour and a half. And I'm going to be upfront with everybody here. Our one-year coating package is $499 on this level. That didn't happen overnight. And some people charge $199, some people charge $799 for that package. We found a great sweet spot at $499. We do two or three of those a day. It's a pretty nice business on top of everything else we do. But being able to do this in an hour and a half is a big benefit. Number one, the coding is that friendly. Number two, our decon and wash and, and, and using cleanse, and all of those different things, it simplified my wash process. Let's just say it takes me two hours because I have two-man teams on my on my trucks right now that could do a whole SUV in an hour and 10 minutes, hour and five minutes, fully every nook and cranny coded. That's how efficient we are with it. You're not going to start out that efficient, but that's where we ended up was that efficiency. And so when you look at the reality around this type of package, it's a simple, easy to understand, easy to complete package. And this is where I think a lot of confusion gets in. I have a company, we do PPF. I have a company where we do maintenance, right? My company does everything in between, but I focus and understand the importance of the simplicity of services and customers understanding your services. 
This woman would gladly pay for full body PPF. It's not needed. I'm not going to take advantage of this client. She's a great client. She's a great person. Why would I do that? Now, many of you don't view that as taking advantage. I do. What is the need of the car, the need of the driver, the need of the owner? What are they trying to get out of their ownership experience? She just wants her car to look great. When she picks up this vehicle and she looks at me and she goes, this looks better than anything. I love when you do this to my cars. That's a win for me. And yeah, I could have made X thousands of dollars by upselling her and, you know, look at this big package. It's not right for her. And also in my business, I understand that simple is what makes all the money. Let me give you guys an example of what I mean by this. If you walked into a pizza joint and they no longer sold cheese pizzas or pepperoni pizzas, you'd find it odd. You'd be like, that's your bread and butter, man. If you walked into Home Depot and they all no longer sold lumber, you would find it odd. Yet, so often in detailing, what I see is guys alienating the simple because they feel like they've graduated to something else. So let me walk you through something that Marty and I have been privy to on a guy's business. Uh, I love this guy's honesty with us, and this is a really important conversation to have. We watch this guy go from a mobile unit to opening a shop. Now, this happens all the time in detailing. As soon as he got into the shop, he alienated all those general services he did as a mobile detailer. Huge mistake. Huge mistake. Then he goes into a shop, he gets into vinyl wrap. Doesn't go so well. Now the shop is closing down. His business is in disarray. All because why? He didn't understand where the bread was buttered, which is the simple. Okay. Let me share a couple other super successful businesses that I can explain exactly what I mean. Probably one of the biggest shops in North America is a, is a guy that I've known for 20 years. On Instagram, man, you're going to see Ferraris and Porsches and Teslas and all this PPF being laid down. And he's got one of the busiest shops. On the back end of his business, he does 2,500 cars for one single dealership every year. And he has other multiple dealerships that he does work with. He's never given up that business. He never thought about giving up that business because he understands that the money is in the simple. And at that dealership, he does $50 to average price, $250 basic details to clean up 30 cars. Now, you'd look at a shop and you go, man, you're working on all these Ferraris and Porsches. Why are you bothering with that? Because that's where the money's made. That's where the security is. See, when you have that foundation to your house as a business, you don't give up the foundation of the house. You build on top of it. But in detailing, largely, guys are told to graduate to something better. I see this all the time now. I saw a post this morning on Facebook. I, I, I largely, I don't do anything with interiors. There's nothing more destructive to this business than people talking like that because largely those guys don't do a lot of work. So it's just a misleading statement. I don't do destroyed interiors anymore, but we do hundreds of interiors every week. I just learn to simplify it. See, a destroyed interior is not some, a simple process. It's actually a lot of work. So to even simplify interiors more, what we should be doing is hunting people that want to keep their interiors in a tip-top shape. That was my business motto. 
And so now we do thousands of cars a month that we touch interiors on and my guys never touch a destroyed interior ever, but I don't alienate 50% of the car or, or a bunch of people that want their interior done. That's silly. To me, the money is always going to be in simple. And guess what? You can always grow the most. The more simple services you have, let's call it an interior and exterior detail. Let's call it a wash, decon, and one-year coating. Those are scalable services. That's where you can build team members. Look at the problems in the PPF industry. They can't find people. You want to know why? It's a high level of skill. So it's not as scalable as quickly as wash, decon, and one-year coding. Interior and exterior basic details. So again, I do PPF at my shop, but I'm not going to alienate these hundreds of cars every week that we do. I'm going to build off of that foundation, but we seem to have a graduation mindset. And every time I watch somebody with that mindset, I always know they're not going to make it. Let me share a Washington state company that is probably one of the highest quality in the country. Okay. Does high quality work. They still use rotaries. They cut, they do multi-step. They do a bunch of PPF. They do a bunch of high level coding 10, 15 miles away from a shop. He built an express detail service only part of his business today. He wouldn't give that up. He would give up the PPF shop before he gave up the express services. Probably one of the biggest players in the PPF market now. He's out all over the internet, well-respected in the industry. I visited, him with this, I visited with him this summer, and let me explain what the real truth is. So he's got this PPF shop. You see it all over the, the internet. You see him installing. You see all this stuff. Great on the backside of his business, over a thousand cars a week are going through a car wash that he actually owns. He owns the building. He owns the car wash. His money is in simple. And when we talked about it, he would get out of PPF and do commercial window tinting and own his car wash and he'd be done. The money is in the simple. And too often in this industry, I see too many people saying, I don't do interiors. How big's your business, dude? Well, it's just me. Okay. We're talking about what it actually takes to build a business. If your pizza shop doesn't have a cheese pizza, I can guarantee you that's a number one way they're going to go out of business. If I can't call and order a cheese pizza, that's a problem. Let me go with Amazon. Amazon started as an online retailer of books. It would be pretty odd today if I went to Amazon and couldn't buy a book. But let me share what they did. They said, hey, we want to sell books. We want to make it even simpler. We're going to sell you this $99 Kindle, and now you can download books in instantaneously, and our trucks don't even have to deliver anywhere. So they took this thing that was the foundation of their founding. You know, Their founding was this. They never got rid of it. They made it simpler, which made more money for them on those transactions. And of course, they built on top of that, and now they deliver TVs and all these other things to us. 
but they didn't stop doing the thing that's simple for them to do. If Apple threw the iPhone away today, you'd be like, what the hell, dude? You guys already mastered how to make them. It's simple for them. You don't get rid of simple. You build on top of simple. This idea that I'm going to get out of the mobile and I'm just going to go into this shop and all I'm going to do is 58-stage paint correction and 27,000-year ceramic coating and PPF. Great, man. I think that's an awesome goal. But why would you get rid of this highly profitable stuff over here? And our industry is advocating in a lot of ways that, oh, you'll graduate. To, dude, do all of it but never, ever, ever get rid of simple. And if you're a person out there that's not doing a wash, decon, and one-year coating on cars, and you think you got some moral high ground on that, awesome, man, two thumbs up. But you're missing 99% of car owners. That's just the factual information on it. I mean, it's not even an opinion. Most people aren't going to pay for a seven-year coating, a five-year coating, a three-year coating. Most people aren't going to pay for paint correction. So we got a way to give somebody the ceramic coating experience why shouldn't we do it? And there's money in it. So I'm going to finish today with saying this. If your business is struggling, if you're just getting your start, let's talk about the HyperClean Uno package that we sell. We got a bunch of people around the country selling this. And we have some people charging $7.99 in their area, $6.99, $5.99, $1.99, all, everything in between. On average, Marty and I think in most areas for a wash, decon, and one-year coating, you could charge $299. Most areas. And again, guys, I know most of you can charge more or some less. We're just going with an average here. I want you to think about if you just did, got your process dialed in, so it took you two hours. It took you two hours to do this. In that two hours, you make $299 in this example. So it's 150 bucks an hour, not bad living. Okay? But I want to do the math on a monthly basis. If you just did one of those a day and you only worked Monday through Friday, you'd make $1,500 a week, $3,000 every two weeks, and $6,000 a month just on that package. You'd be lucky if mobily, you have more than a thousand dollars cost with gas and insurance and product. You'd be lucky to spend a thousand dollars on everything you needed to run that type of business. You'd be making five G's a month. Let's say you did two of those a day. That's when the math gets pretty interesting. Now you're making roughly $12,000 a month or making 12,000 a month. 2000 in expenses. That's a high number because I, I know what it takes to operate this type of, of model. You're making 10 G's a month and all you're doing is wash decon and an Uno every car. You're not doing another service. Let's just say that's that in this example. How many of you could use 10 G's? How many of you could, how many of you could use 5 G's? And if I built that model and I was doing two or three of those a day, why in the world would I give that up? Because I brought PPF in. I just keep trying to, I try to do 10 of those a day, a hundred of those a week. 
why do so many people run from simple and think there's this some great thing at the end of the road? Because let me tell you something that I have found in my business that I have found in the last couple of years talking to people through HyperClean. If you can't build a team doing basic interior, exterior, and then having a package of, of, of a one-year ceramic coating, maybe another package for a two-year ceramic coating. If you can't build a team there, getting into a shop isn't, isn't easier. So if I can't get that business to twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 in revenue pretty easily, the odds I'm going to go into a shop and my life is going to change for the better is damn near 0% in my estimation. Because there's nothing easier than doing the simple things. So now you think you're going to go do all these hard services and magically the money's going to just come rolling in. The money may come rolling in, but you don't have your costs down. You don't have the people to perform the work. And all of a sudden you look up and you can't perform as a company and you're closing your doors. So if you can't do the simple at a high level, meaning make a lot of money at the simple, thinking that you're going to make a ton of money when something's difficult, like full body PPF or final wrapping cars, that's not going to happen. We have too many people that are trying to alienate the simple and overthinking this business like Mercedes overthinks the, the center area of, of the EQS. And it causes absolute destruction in this industry and absolute destruction of businesses, absolute destruction of everything. Folks, there is no graduating for me. I'm going to keep having my bread buttered on all these simple services. And then when I price PPF, I'm about triple the cost of everybody because guess what? I don't actually need the, the work. So when I do my PPF work, I'm double or triple the market price. I'm not hunting for that work. I'm not reliant on that work. And so now for every one car I do, somebody else has to do three, four or five cars and they're underwater, man. They're barely getting by. I'm not barely getting by. I'm making a massive amount of profit on PPF because I got all these simple profitable services that I can build my team. My team can make great money. I can make great money. My business continues to grow. And yet we have so many people that don't understand a simple wash decon one-year coding, or they think they're above it. And those guys are sitting around in the wintertime going, oh, you know, it's not so busy. Maybe I'll get on Instagram and do a motivational post, man. That shit, that doesn't matter. Do the simple. If you walked into a pizza shop and they didn't do a cheese pizza, you think it would be weird. So when somebody walks to your detail business and you don't do simple things, they think it's weird. Now they're not going to do business with you. Now you've lost an opportunity to make money, to build your team, to build your bottom line. So this EQS was great to have in the shop, but it got me thinking about the simple. I worked on that car for an hour and a half, man. And by the way, it was about 10 minutes too long because I could have put the coating on quicker. I was just kind of analyzing some things going on with the coating, making sure it was operating, seeing how long I could let it flash on the surface, those types of things. But I could easily put a, and I have put a coating on a car in 10 minutes, every surface, laid it on thick, a coating that'll last longer than most people's three or five year coating on the market, to tell you the truth. I'm really happy of that about that service. And when a customer drives up and I got their car parked out front and they see the car before I get to talk to them and they walk through my door and they say, I love how it makes the car look after you do this. I'm okay with it, man. Judge all you want. 
think you have a better mousetrap than everyone else. That's fine. But that reaction is why you do it. And guess what? It's highly profitable as well. So keep it simple is the message of today. Cool having that car in, took it around, great electric vehicle. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Talk to you next week.